0: Well, good morning. It is great to be back again. After a week long off, we are back for the playoffs, the championship, week 17, as usual. Jed, who looks very relaxed on vacation this weekend, Jimmy over in Arizona. Welcome, everyone.
1: Morning. Championship week, Jed. Yeah, championship for you, not for me. <laughs> Jimmy's in two championships. You, you're the you're the representative for uh, for our little podcast saying that we're legit that we can we can make it. Not me, man. I didn't make it.
0: Well, Jed, I'm looking at Jimmy's in the Walter White League, which we share. I mean, before we go in news and notes, he has Jared Allen as um, the quarterback, Jamar Chase, uh, AJ Brown, AJ Dillon, Mark Andrews, Antonio Brown. Javante Williams, CD
1: Lamb, Hunter Rifel, and Cam Akers sitting there on the
0: bench. That's pretty good lineup
1: right there. Oh yeah, you're you're a wide receiver. I mean, you're gonna have to make some tough choices because you can't play them all. Um but yeah, no, I, I think Jimmy's team is a perfect example where really to win the championship this year, not only did you have to draft well, but you had to have good pickups because nobody yeah. has their starting lineup that they drafted. And yeah. so, you know, Jimmy did a great job um, picking up. And so, yeah, I, I, and I was we were just talking about this. Going into the championship, even if you look at the projected scores and you're like, I'm going to get killed by this team, you got to play it out because there's so much. The COVID situation is changing things so much that you just never know. And so throw the roll the dice. I mean, look at Rex Burkhead this past Sunday. He had two Mm -hmm. touchdowns, 150 yards. I mean, that guy probably single handedly won some some leagues. And so you just never know what's going to happen.
0: Yeah, if you look at it, I mean, look at Jimmy. Prior before, a couple of weeks ago, A.J. Brown injured. Antonio Brown suspended. Javante Williams, timeshare. Uh, Hunter Renfro. He, look, he wasn't even in the part of the conversation. And Cam Akers, who knew that he would come back? Suddenly, he's doing pretty well these days. A.J. Dillon. A.J. Dillon was sitting there on the bench, uh, not even playing second string to Aaron Jones. They've done really well.
2: I think have- we- the other thing I started noticing is, especially towards the end of these leagues, a lot of people aren't paying attention to waiver wires anymore. So you you can pick anybody you want. And there are some people, I think, that were because of COVID and they had to play certain players, they were dropping some really good players. So I was able to pick up, um, like, for instance, A.J. Brown from Tennessee. Like I, I, They dropped him right when he got onto IR, so I picked him up pretty fast. And I was actually surprised that uh, they
1: dropped him. Yeah. I don't know about you guys. For me, if I don't make the playoffs, um, I still set my lineups, but I stop picking up players. Cause yeah. I feel yeah. like you should leave those players for the guys who are in the playoffs. So, but I agree with you, Jimmy, the, the competition for the free agents should be a little less now. So you should be mm-hmm. able to do better. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: And at the same time with that particular league, we had a smaller bench. And so as a result, you constantly had to make moves all the time. Versus with leagues, which, by the way, let me ask you guys a question: Would you rather have a league with a bigger bench and less no. moves, or do you like this whole thing with smaller benches and more moves? No, I like really
1: smaller I, benches. Yeah, yeah, totally. Fun. Because you, you you have to give people a chance who've fallen behind to catch up. And if the benches are too big, the guys that you're picking up aren't good enough to win the week for you. So I actually, one of my leagues, um the church league I'm in, uh, the old CCUC North League, uh, I'm going to tell them we got to shorten the bench because it's too big and there's not any. good quality free agents left to help you win
0: Mm -hmm. yeah oh yeah i mean in one of our other leagues that jimmy and i are in with some of our other friends it is a 12 person league and it has a huge bench no one makes any moves at all i get bored after a
2: while with that league yeah, you yeah, got to so keep people it's engaged. It's a twelve-person league with six people on the
1: bench. Oh yeah, that's way too that's, big. That's man. big. I actually think our, I like our dynasty league. We have what four on the bench. I think that's like yeah. perfect. And it's four plus IR. So I think that's great. Four plus like yeah. one IR or two IR. I think is perfect. Um, but no, I, I don't like big benches.
0: Yeah. Hey, now Jed, I, I like to brag as well too. Uh, I'm in the championship in my other league that Jimmy and I are in with our friends for the last 15, 20 years. The only problem is I'm going against a guy that has a stud lineup because my James Robinson, who I would love to talk about, is out with the Achilles
1: injury. And at the
0: same time, I'm stuck with Terry McLaren, who hasn't done anything, and Antonio Gibson, who hasn't really done anything.
1: Yeah. Gibson had a decent outing this last week, but yeah. Yeah. The whole Washington team, man, yeah, what a disappointment. Like that's been probably one of the biggest mistakes was betting on Washington this season. Um, but, but man, there's, there's pickups. I mean, Tommy, you know it, like there's a way for you to still win. So you got to play out. Is that, um, how'd you do in the Japanese
0: league? Uh, you know, I literally just lost because Matthew Stafford got me six points. Oh. I lost oh. because if Matthew Stafford did whatever he did with, 20 points, I would have won, but he was here. Oh, and also, I didn't play Damian Harris. Oh,
1: yeah, uh, Damian Harris had a good game. Yeah,
0: yep, I benched Damian Harris.
1: You know, I played, um, I will obviously, and I would have done this anytime, but I played Kyler Murray over Joe Burrow, yeah, in one league, and I I would have won if not for that. Burrow had such a great game, he would have, you know, blown up. Yeah,
0: hey, which by the way, Joe Burrow and Kyler Murray, and I'm assuming it's in our keeper league. Are you keeping your, with Joe Burrow over Kyler Murray?
1: I am probably not. I'm probably play, keeping Kyler Murray.
2: Really? Um, okay. Okay. Yeah,
1: yeah. So you guys can I, you yeah. guys can bid on him
2: next year. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I mean, I still think Kyler Murray's the better quarterback, but hopefully during the offseason he'll he'll have learned because they he always started the first seven games. He was great. After that, he just went. Especially the last few games with DeAndre Hopkins gone, he has not done well.
1: Yeah, I think for me, the big reason the tiebreaker between the two of them is his rushing yards. So even if he doesn't have a great passing game, he can make up for it with his rushing. So that's kind of my thought. But but man, Joe Burrows looked great. But, you know, again, the beginning of the season, he was like really inconsistent. But the second half, he's been really good. So
0: did you see how well he did? Joe Mixon did well. All of the receivers, Boyd, Higgins, Chase, they all did well.
1: Well, I think they were trying to stick it to him because I mean, yeah. through for about five hundred and twenty-five <laughs> yards. It was like the, it was like top ten all time. So I think they were clearly trying to stick it to him.
0: Yeah, yeah, uh, and they said that the last time they played Baltimore was running up the score, and so Joe Burrow says, "Hey, look, if you're gonna run up the score. I'm gonna get even, run up the score as well too." Uh hey Jim, uh, James Robinson suffers a torn Achilles in Week 16. He's out for the season. Look, at the end of the day, the Jacksonville Jaguars are not going to go anywhere. He may not even last for next year with Travis Etienne. Uh, so would you? are you even considering him as part of your dynasty if you have
2: him? Well, you know, most likely not. Um, I think – so Cam Akers had this injury last year, right? And so if you notice, he, he came back, but he didn't play the entire season. And so for me, I much rather I think there are other players that I much rather go for if you have the space to keep them. Like I'm in mean, this one league where somebody's gonna keep them because you keep all your players every year, right? Oh so, like so that, beyond yeah. that, I was like, I just I just don't think that um, I just don't think he's worth it. Cause most likely he's gonna be out for the entire season next year.
0: Yeah. Hey, Jed, I mean, and we're going to talk a little bit about uh, uh, Dynasty and Keeper Leagues as well, too. Does that make you want uh keep Etienne then for uh, in Dynasty then?
1: I, I would consider Etienne, uh, depending on your – so you guys know my running back situation is set, right? So Derek Henry and Dalvin Cook, even though they were both injured, I mean, that's, that's my starting running back. So because yeah. of that, I wouldn't keep Etienne. But if I didn't have – a solid starting running back. I think he could roll the dice on ETN. Um I mean he he could really you know show returns. Although I like your argument though Jimmy with the injury you're you're right. That specific injury you know, maybe it causes concern, um, but again, it just depends. And, and I don't, I was just going to say, I don't like the keeper leagues where you keep the whole team. I really like our setup where there's a set limit. It's its yeah. fine. If you have more than five, ours is five. If you have more than five, fine, less than five, five. But I like that because again, I think you need the free agent pool and the draft pool to be a little bit higher quality.
2: So I inherited, I inherited this team and it's taken me three years to like revamp this team through trades and pickups. And I finally, I think I'll finish this year in fourth place.
1: Nice. But it
2: started off like 10th place. I was all the way down and it took me forever um, to to do it.
0: But it is fun building up a team from scratch. I find it a lot of fun taking a last place team, making trades, looking at young players, all that stuff. And you're constantly looking at rookies. I, I actually find it fun.
1: Oh, that, I think that's what makes it like to me, those kind of keeper leagues, you get to be a GM. Like I've always said, like people always ask me, like, what's your, uh, you know, dream job. And basically like owning a team and being able to help shape the team, that would be the dream job. And that's basically what you get to do. So that's, that's pretty cool uh, that it worked out.
0: Judge speaking of the LA Rams, Daryl Henderson, Cam Akers. Hey, look, we were very surprised. When it was announced that Cam Akers is actually might potentially play in the playoffs, but now even this week he might potentially be playing because Daryl Henderson is now placed on injured reserve with the knee injury. Sony Michelle will be the lead back. Uh, looks like Daryl Henderson will probably be out for the season. Number one, what do you think of Sony Michelle? And because he's in my championship game. And as Cam Akers, are, would you even play him this week at all?
1: I, I like Sony Michelle a lot. Um, I hope you played him last week. I mean, I had picked him up in one of our leagues, and, um, you know, he's produced, and he's played very well. And so I would have no hesitation to play him. Cam Akers, I don't know what – so I'm curious what you guys think on this. So I, I am hearing the stuff saying that he might play. I actually don't think he will because what I heard was the reason they activated him was really because um, – you ha- in in his contract you have to play like i think active yeah. 3 games to get the retirement or something and so they were doing him a solid by activating him but i didn't didn't yeah. sound like to me like he actually would play but that was right before they put Daryl henderson on injured reserve yeah true mm-hmm. true
0: yeah
2: i mean look michelle's got what last week he got he had 27 rushing attempts for 131 yards the week before that he had 92 point, uh 92 yards this week, he'll be the primary running back. My guess is unless they have to play anchors, they're going to try to save them for the playoffs. But um, Michelle's going to be that person that you're going to go after, which is sucks for um, Henderson because I don't think Henderson's really going to have that much of a role next year, but he might end up being looked at by another team or something like that.
0: Yeah. Hey, Jimmy Garoppolo, UCL sprain in his thumb. He's out. Uh possibly for the next couple of weeks, maybe into the play. Actually, you know what? He'll probably be out for the next six weeks as well, too, because Jeremy Grant over at the Detroit Pistons had a similar injury. Uh, With that, Trey Lance will probably end up starting. What do you think of Debo Samuel, who has been amazing? He's been nothing short of amazing. What do you think of the prognosis for Debo Samuel, Jim? Mm.
2: Well, it's funny. Who is it? I was listening to somebody, and they said that, you can make the argument that Debo Samuel right now is one of the top 10 players in the NFL, partly because of the fact that he's able to rush run and he's able to receive, right. Similar to what Cordell Patterson has been doing all season, but I feel like Debo Samuel is at, at an elevated level. So Shanahan did say that um, Trey, uh, is a Trey Lance? Trey Lance. Trey Lance is, yeah. Trey Lance is going to be the starting quarterback. He's been practicing with the practice squad for the last few weeks um, my guess is they're going to need Debo Samuel, right? Because we don't even know who the running back is right now. Is it Jeff Wilson? Is it Elijah Mitchell? I think Samuel's going to have another really good game
1: for them, for them this week.
2: Yeah. I mean, if you look at scores, nine catches,
0: 159 yards, rushes, five rushes, 32 yards. Hey, uh, Jed, if we go in, how high? Like Debo Samuel has shown that he could both be both a running back and a wide receiver. Is he making it into probably not your first round, your second round next year?
1: I yeah not your first round yeah I would say he's top 10 for wide receivers and maybe you could argue top five because of the rushing um he he is basically a better version of Cordero Patterson and I'm just I'm keeping Cordero Patterson and our keeper oh you are yeah I'm keeping him Yeah, yeah so I I like the dual threat I like the the flexibility it offers um in the positions so you know, Debo is a better version of that. And I would just say for this weekend, I expect Trey Lance and the offense to, f- to focus on Debo. He knows Debo is his ticket and he's going to be laser locked in on him. And unless um, the defense can take it, you know, take him away and double team him. Um, I would expect him to see their play. Oh, and they're playing Houston. So San yeah. Francisco is playing Houston. So I expect a big game from Debo. Um, and you might even roll the, the dice on Trey Lance if you need a quarterback. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, and Elijah Mitchell is should be coming back this week as well too. Yeah, uh, Jim Adam Thielen reaggravated his injury on Sunday. As a result, Justin Jefferson has been nothing short of amazing. You're Going to continue to play Osborne as well too. Other than that, uh, Miles Sanders broken hand will not play Week Seventeen against Washington. Thoughts? Because I know a lot of times you're playing against a guy who's uh, who's uh, playing the Redskins or the, the Washington football team. Yeah.
2: So going back to Osborne, Osborne had five receptions, 68 yards, one reception. He actually, I mean, the last few weeks that he filled in for Adam Thielen, he did actually pretty well as well too. Oh, here's the other thing too, and I didn't know if you saw this, uh, Jed. Did you know Dalvin Cook wasn't going to play because of COVID this past week?
1: Yeah, I I did. Yeah. Yeah, I caught that last second. Um, I think they it was pretty late in the game, but I did catch that.
2: And then with Philadelphia, I think think it's going to be Boston Scots. Uh, and Jalen Hurts, Uh because Jordan Howard is actually out injured as well too, most likely for this week. Yeah, so it's going to be Boston Scott leading it.
0: Jed, speaking of Jalen Hurts, he also has been really great as well too. You have Joe, uh, you have Joe Burrow uh, on your team. If you had to pick for next year, is Jalen Hurts higher because of his running ability, or do you still like Joe Burrow?
1: Oh no, no, Joe Burrow definitely. Bur- Burrow Burrow has a chance to be top five. Um you know, if he can continue this, if he can be consistent, if he can continue and build off this second half. And look at his wide receiver core. His wide receiver core is really top-notch. You could argue T. Higgins, Jamar Chase, that you could argue that is the best, one of the best combos in the NFL right now. Jalen Hurts, um, he's doing it with his legs, um, but it's it's still too up or down. That team as a whole, I think, is, is not going to be anywhere near as good as Cincinnati. So for me, it'd, it'd be Joe Burrow all
0: day. Mm-hmm. Jim, yeah. speaking of Joe Burrow, at the beginning Season Justin Herbert was seen as a better fantasy quarterback than Joe Burrow. Do you still believe that, or do you think Joe Burrow has exceeded? Uh,
2: if if I was if I had a dynasty league and I had to choose between Joe Burrow and also Justin Herbert, I would choose Burrow. Yeah,
1: yeah, I agree with that. I think Herbert unfortunately has really it's regressed. Well, he's the whole the Chargers as a whole have regressed. Um, yeah. You know that that loss last week, what they lost to Houston, right? That was that was insane. Like I don't know what happened. Um, for that, I didn't get to watch that game, but that's really just a sign of their inconsistency. They can't beat the teams they should beat. <laughs> or
0: more so, Davis Mills seems to be doing decently well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I was going to say, if you're desperate, if you're in your championships or your semifinals, and you're desperate, look to those kind of teams, yes. like a Houston, you know, like a Detroit, some team where this this practice squad player, this third stringer, who they're just going to give this guy time because they don't have anything to you know lose and you might be able to get a lot of points out of that. Yeah,
0: Yeah. I'm very impressed by Davis Mills. He's been doing it halfway decent. Yeah. Uh, Hey, Jen, Mike Evans, the Bucs place Mike Evans in the COVID-19 list. Man, Antonio Brown, how high. He lost a lot of money in in his suspension. He also has a lot of incentive if he meets certain touchdowns, receptions, yards. You're gonna see Antonio Brown doing everything he can with Godwin mm-hmm. out as also what Evans out as well, to.
1: Oh yeah, I, I have uh, that's why I was holding on to Antonio Brown. I was gonna ask you, um, Jimmy, if you if you held on to him or if you picked him up because I, I picked was- him up this past a uh, couple of weeks ago. When someone drops him, because I, in one of our leagues, I was just holding on to him because I yeah. knew there was no way Tampa was going to drop him because yeah. the talent is too good. Someone talked about it there. there there's an article saying Bruce Arians sold his soul to the devil by keeping uh, Antonio <laughs> Brown. But man, that's that the bottom line is talent rules out, and he is a talented individual. I expect a lot of points from him this weekend. He's the only guy left really to catch for them. And so mm-hmm. I think Brady's going to be laser focused on it. I, I mean, mean maybe
2: Gronk in the red zone, but 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 Bronk isn't going to be the one that's going to stretch the field. And the only, you're right, the only person that can stretch that field and get those receptions is Brown.
1: And they're playing the Jets. So you expect them to trounce them.
2: So, Jim, in your Walter
0: Whiteley, you pretty much have, uh, in some sense, gotten to the championship with pickups AJ Brown, Antonio Brown, and AJ Dillon. Mm
2: -hmm, Pretty much like AJ Brown, like I was slated to lose this week. But seriously, I, I was surprised when I was looking through the waivers. I saw um, AJ Brown was out there, Antonio Brown was out there, DJ Moore was out there, and then this week, hopefully they're not listening. Chase Edmonds is out there as well too. So I'm, I I picked him up thinking, you know what? I don't think he's because he's going to have a shared running back um, committee with James Connors. But if one of them doesn't play, um, I can see Chase Edmonds doing pretty well. And then I also got Jamar Chase this year um, as as a late round pickup uh pick for 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 the draft and so I was really happy with my team.
1: You think Jamar Chase um cuz T Higgins has been going nuts the past oh, couple yeah. of weeks. Do you think um do you think that so do you think Jamar Chase is still number 1 there or you think it's Higgins now? You know, I don't I
2: mean I would say Jamar Chase, right? Cuz he's still a rookie but you're right. Look at T Higgins. 12 of 13, 194 yards, two touchdowns and he scored close to 40 fantasy points this past week. I mean, that was an amazing game. I still think Jamar Chase is the number one uh, uh, wide receiver, but I have noticed with T. Higgins coming on the last few weeks, Jamar Chase has started to pick it up a little bit, which is really good for uh, Joe Burrows.
0: Hey, it reminds me of a duel of back in the days, Roddy White, Julio Jones. It also reminds me of Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen. You have the 1A, 1B. I I actually think a lot of times Jamar Chase isn't getting the long runs or the touchdowns. He had 125 yards. He didn't get touchdowns. Can he hit a rookie wall? Some of these guys haven't played beyond this into the season. They would have been resting by now during the bowl game.
1: Yeah, that's a good point um, for the rookies. But I this makes me think that for the keeper leagues, you might want to think about T. Higgins. I, I was not a. I think two, three weeks ago, I would not have said keep T. Higgins, but mm-hmm. I think you might want to consider that now, um, given how he's done.
0: Hey, look, two or three. weeks, uh, maybe uh, at the beginning of the season, you probably would have said, "I went and picked Joe, Joe Mixon. Look at how well he's been doing." Yeah, Joe Mix.
1: Well, I think the big one is Jonathan Taylor. I was looking back. I yeah. had to just go back and look. Did you know Jonathan Taylor's average draft position? He was like in some leagues in the fourth, fifth, sixth rounds of really? a lot of leagues. Yeah. yeah. And so wow. yeah. that's crazy. I mean, he's basically the number one running yeah. back. And so you got him really late. He probably won most championships with people.
0: But don't you think a lot of times like last year, he did struggle towards the second half of the season where he was lumbering along 15 carries, 60 yards at the same time. And from that point on, Cam Akers was there, J.K. Dobbins was there, all of these guys and you were trying to figure out which of the rookie class uh, these running backs would do well, and he's done exceptionally well.
1: Well, the main thing is, and we've talked about this. The main thing is carries. You have to get the carries. Basically, if you look at his stats, when Indianapolis said we are no longer giving the ball to Marlon Mack, we're going to focus on Jonathan Taylor, and Nahee Hines will only be, you know, you know, for pass catching situations. Then that's when he skyrocketed. When yeah. his touches went up to about twenty a game all of a sudden his stats skyrocket. That's why you guys have to watch the rushing attempts and the yeah. pass attempts. Yeah.
2: Next week, I, I, or maybe later on this week, I think one of the segments we should do is to look back on the draft and look back on the season and say, who were some of the players that we missed out on yep. and who are the ones we bet on that didn't work out?
1: Yeah, like all of the um, Washington team. Any of those guys <laughs> screwed, screwed up. Yeah, <laughs>
2: like Gibson, McLaren. Um, yeah. Who's who's the uh, uh, tight end? Logan Thomas. Yeah, right? Logan you thought Thomas. that they were going to head into the championship this year.
1: Oh, Logan oh, Thomas. And, that was a huge miss. Yeah.
0: Antonio Gibson. I traded for uh, for Antonio Gibson. I traded away Jonathan Taylor. All right. right. Oh. <laughs> uh, hey, speaking of one more thing in terms of L.A. Rams, Jim Cooper Cup. Someone asked me, are you drafting Cooper Cup in, as the first wide receiver next year in the first round?
2: Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to think who else you might, I mean, AJ Brown is still out there. Cooper, I, I, he would be higher. I don't know if he would be number one, but um, we underestimated him this year. Look, he might end up breaking the, the, uh, the reception, uh, records for the nfl
1: for for me that's actually the reason i wouldn't draft him number one i'm a big believer well i'm a big believer in you know stats you kind of you regress to the mean right there's this idea of regression to the mean so basically you can have outlier years but you'll always bounce back to your average and i think cooper cup had a great year but the odds of him being able to match that are very low i still think he's top five i would draft him in top five but but no actually the person i like is justin jefferson i think justin jefferson Mm -hmm. has been phenomenal um i know i know jimmy you got him in the keeper and uh, i think he you can make a nice argument he should be number one
2: going back to the team where you keep all your players so the one good thing i did what a couple years ago was i traded all my veterans and i went hard after t higgins justin jefferson and cd lamb now that year i did not do well but I was able to use those players in the last couple of years. They've become my primary wide receivers. Now I got to get a couple of good running backs um, to, to to supplement them.
0: Yeah, and you probably do in the draft as well too. Hey, speak about the Los Angeles Rams with uh, uh, you. You have Von Jefferson coming back. You have Odell Beckham coming back. You have Robert Woods coming back. And so a lot of times, as well as Cooper Cup did, suddenly now you have four running, uh, four wide receivers. And Cam Akers and Sony Michel and uh, there's a lot of
2: mouths to feed, and Higby is right there in the middle too. Yeah, that's a really think, good point. Yeah, don't you guys think that in the offseason, they're going to have to get rid of one of the receivers, right? <clears throat> Robert Woods, maybe Becca. I mean, Becca. My my guess is they'll keep him, but I my guess is they're going to have to try to get rid of because that's too many people they're trying to take care of.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. The one argument I would make though, in um, in response, is I do think. You know, you could argue Matt Stafford. They took the league a little bit by surprise. No one knew exactly how he would do. But I also expect Stafford to continue to get better. And so I feel like, you know, Cooper Cup could continue to ride that wave. The Rams are going to be good for several years now. So I, I wouldn't mind. Um, having uh, the the number one wide receiver on that team. You know what? I'm I'm rethinking what I
2: said to you about Cooper Cup, and you're right. This is one of those outliers um, for Cooper Cup. He's going to go – I mean, he's still going to be a pretty decent uh, wide receiver, but he is going to go back to normal, right? And you've seen that trend with so many players in the past where they've had a really, really good year, and they had uh, a record-breaking year, and then next year they – I mean, look at Brady, right? The following year – he went yeah. back to normal look at um, who is it DeMarco Murray back when he led Dallas the following year and he went back to normal.
1: Well, you could, there's probably an article somewhere on the number of times the number one rated running back or the number one rated wide receiver ended the season as the number one running back or wide receiver. It's a very small number of people who actually did yeah. that, you know, because they're always basing it on the previous year's stats. And as we know with the NFL, of teams don't make the playoffs that made the playoffs. So everything flips. And so it's very hard to uh, predict who's really going to be number one.
0: Uh, Hey, uh, uh, did you guys hear the news, Jed? New Orleans Saints tried to lure lure, lure Drew Brees out of (laughs) retirement to play the Monday night football game because they had no one to play. Ultimately, he decided against it. How good would it have been to see Drew Brees come out? I think he would have gotten injured right away.
1: Yeah, it would have been fun. I, I'm glad he said no. I also heard they reached out to Philip Rivers. They reached out to a lot of people trying to get them come out of retirement. Uh, I'm glad he stayed away. I, yeah, I think he would have. He, exactly. I mean, he well, I it. mean,
2: I mean, think about it. They needed to win that game in order to stay in the playoff hunt. Now they're out. I mean, look. If 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 I was in that situation where I needed one person to play you didn't want to bring in that guy, that rookie, you know, like you needed somebody who could at least play decently.
1: Well, his guys. first pass was a pick six. I mean, right away, it just showed. And do you guys remember, I remember back in the day, like they brought Vinny Testaverdi back from like her time teams that were desperate, you know, just, it just shows you the, the quarterback position in the NFL. It's really a very small number of people who can play that position. And yeah. so that's why they get millions. Right.
0: Look, Bernie Kosar was always playing for somebody, and Vinny Testaverde was always <laughs> playing for somebody. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Hey, Jim. With uh, in terms of waivers, Rex Burkhead. Rex Burkhead, 149 total yards, two touchdowns. You're in a championship game. Is he somebody you're looking to pick up to play this week against San Francisco?
2: Um, you know what? I mean, maybe. I mean, there's a couple other running backs I would really look at. Um, Boston Scott, you know, who mo- is most likely going to be the number one running back uh, for, for Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. He's, he's the one person I'm looking at. Um, I, I want to – okay, the, the running back for Jacksonville. going to Yeah, take Jacksonville. Darre Akanbalwale. Um, he's, he's most likely going to be the number one running back. And he actually did pretty well last week. He had 50, 57 uh, yards rushing. He had another 15 yards
1: receiving. Almost fourteen uh fantasy points. So he's actually somebody I would really look at. As yeah, I was fan. gonna say that too, but the only issue is they're playing New England. And mm-hmm. New England, as we know, has lost the last couple yeah. games and is really playing for play opposition. So I expect New England to, to play really strong. So it could be a tough game for Jacksonville, but but still that being the primary number one running back should get you something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And Jen, look at the Detroit-Atlanta uh, game. Atlanta wins 20-16, but if you're looking for players, St. Brown has been doing really, really well with yeah. Detroit, and also on the Atlanta side, Gage, Russell Gage. Is he somebody you're planning to start if you need a wide receiver this week?
1: Yeah, I think you could look at Gage. I mean, he's he hasn't been as good as St. Brown has been. St. Brown's been good. Yeah, he's been really yeah, he's good. good. So, yeah, Russell Gage uh, went back to normal this past week. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And they're playing Buffalo. I expect Buffalo to continue to well. Uh whereas Detroit is playing Seattle. We know Seattle just lost um to Jimmy Graham and the Bears. And so I would expect uh um St. Brown, I would I would continue to play that because he's been been lights out. No, St.
2: Brown St. Brown
1: is really good. Look at that, like ninety yards, ninety-one
2: yards, seventy-three yards, eighty-six yards, double digits in fantasy since week thirteen. Uh I mean, he's I mean, we all knew going into the off uh, uh into the season he was decent but he didn't do anything until week 13 and look look at what he's done the last few weeks yeah
0: hey jim in terms of broncos against the raiders there's no one on the broncos that you're picking but in terms of raiders besides uh uh Hunter Renfro Foster Moreau is a tight end if you're really desperate for a fi- tight end he's been doing decently yeah. well
2: this Javante Williams thing, I don't know about how you guys think. He was like set to be that number one no. running back. And all of a sudden they're going back to this shared running back thing with Melvin Gordon. And I don't I don't understand why, right? So if I was the coach, I would do the same thing they did with Jonathan Taylor and just say, I'm just gonna keep running this guy. And I just want to see what he does. Um, but for some reason they keep running Melvin Gordon out there. Yeah.
0: And also at the same time, what Drew Locke is a quarterback it would tell you Bridgewater, there's nothing. They're just not doing anything with those guys. Yeah.
2: So are you going to keep, so keep Javante Williams next year for our keeper league?
0: No. Uh, I'll probably hold off until last minute. If they decide to dump Melvin Gordon, cut Melvin Gordon, then
2: I'll go with uh, Javante Williams. Yeah. See, that's the thing is he's such a good talent, right? And you know he can be the number one running back. But if he's in a shared system, I, I would be hesitant. But how do you dump a player like that who could potentially be one of your top three or five running backs? In the
1: league. Well, that's why we just like we said with Jonathan Taylor, it's all about attempts. You got to have the attempts. Yeah. I mean, I'll even him with Denver. Um, Jerry Judy. It's really disappointing. I mean, I think this guy still has the talent to be phenomenal. But if you don't have good quarterback play, what can you do? You know, so I, I think Judy is another guy. I would not be keeping him.
2: I will say if, if next year, if this offseason, they let go of Vic Fangio, who's the uh, coach and bring in an offensive minded uh, yeah. uh, coach. I would keep Javante Williams. Well,
1: well, talking about that, the big move this offseason is Russell Wilson. See, like for example, if Russell. Oh Wilson, yeah, yeah, yeah. Russell Wilson goes to Denver. All of a sudden, Jerry Judy becomes like top ten. Like totally. so, you got yeah, to you, yeah. you got to watch really closely where he goes because that guy still has a lot of talent left.
2: I mean, going back to Jed, don't you think that's
1: a foregone conclusion that Russell Wilson? going to be out? Yeah. Oh yeah. No, no. I think I think he's gone. Yeah.
0: Did you guys read that article about how Russell Wilson almost came to the Bears? They all agreed on the deal with the Bears, all of that stuff. It had to go to Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll did not want to do it because he felt like there was one more good run and it just was a disaster. And the article was telling about, you just had to rebuild the Seattle Seahawks right now because they just don't have a very good defense. They don't have a great offensive line. So you should have just rebuilt.
1: Yeah, that, that would be interesting. I I obviously would have loved that. Um, but It'll be interesting to see with Justin Fields. I saw an article arguing that that he's still not the guy, that uh, we haven't seen enough. And I agree, it's it's still up in the air. I still think yeah. the Bears have to give him a full season and really stick and see how things go next year. But boy, I would love to see Russell Wilson come in and you know take things over. That guy is awesome. And he's from Wisconsin, so he'd have a lot of fans here. But they're arguing,
0: I'm, so, I'm sitting there listening to a podcast, Stacy King did it with Michael Wilbon, and Wilbon argues, if you look at the defense, they're decently well. Akeem Hicks, when he plays, is really, really good. Ro, uh, Roquan Smith is one of the best linebackers. Their wide receiver with Mooney, Robinson, Decent, Montgomery. The worst thing, offensive line. If you add in the total amount of the offensive line, it's $11 million total. He says, take a look at it. It's the offensive line. If you had a decent offensive line, they would at least uh, make sure you have the running lanes."
1: Yeah. 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 Hopefully they'll invest. I mean, you know, if they could shore up the offensive line, that'd be great. But like I said, I would watch Russell Wilson. I would watch, um, what's his face out of Houston, uh, Oh, Deshaun Deshaun Taylor? yeah. yeah Deshaun, <laughs> Deshaun Watson. Deshaun yeah. Watson. Yeah. not Tyra Taylor. Deshaun Watson. I think those are two big names. Watch where they go. It's going to change stuff.
2: Well, that's that's a thing is there's so much rumors out there about Jalen Hurts being replaced by Deshaun Watson um, versus Miami that I actually that's one of these. I like Jalen Hurts, but I would be hesitant to um, really go after Jalen Hurts because Deshaun Watson's always out there. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. And don't you think Aaron Rodgers will probably stay in Green Bay with Devontae Adams?
2: I,
1: I, I really don't care. I don't like he's the guy. Yeah, exactly. I do not like the guy no. at all. They yeah. better not win this year, man. I'm going to be rooting against them every single time he comes. But out. they're 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 hitting. I mean, think about it, right? AJ Dillon, Aaron Jones. Now
2: you got Lazard, who's doing pretty good. Devontae Adams. I mean, oh, you just at the head had a tight end. But and Aaron Rodgers has something to prove. I mean, as much as I hate the guy, oh, he looks a, great. Yeah.
1: I was reading how this could be the first year in a lot a long time that the two number one seeds could be the same from the previous year. Like that very rarely happens, and it, it could happen this year. Mm-hmm. And
0: you saw the big news coming out, New York Giants, right? They're sticking with uh, oh, uh, Jones. Daniel Jones for one more year.
1: Yeah, I did see that. I mistake. <laughs> yeah.
0: And then the guy from Cleveland, uh, oh, man. Oh, Baker, um, Mayfield. Baker Mayfield. Yeah, he's gone.
1: He's gone. You know, I'm a Baker Mayfield fan. Came coming out of Oklahoma, but if you, you know, in his defense, I will say this: that guy has so many injuries, so many. Uh, Acknowledged injuries Like his his shoulder problem His knee problem He's wearing a brace So I think you gotta You gotta take that into account But his play has been horrible Like he definitely deserves Either a demotion Or not uh, some questions About his his ability to
2: continue I mean it's a situation With Mr. Trubisky right He wants This guy wants to be paid Like Lamar Jackson He's not Lamar Jackson Um, He's not Patrick Mahomes And the question is Are they gonna franchise him Franchise tag him or is he gonna try to hold out for another larger contract? And there's no way they're gonna pay him with that. I mean, if you can make the argument that Baker Mayfield is the reason why Cleveland's not doing well because they got two great running backs. They got decent wide receivers, right? He just can't get them the ball.
1: Yeah. Yeah, agree. Quarterback, just like just like the the Bears, really. I feel like you know a lot of teams. That quarterback position is the key. Once you fix that, it, everything else falls into place. Yeah. I mean, Nick Foles did pretty well this week them. Yeah. Um, well Look at, I mean, you did good. You scored. Yeah, and how wins. how how awesome was that game? In that yeah. you just knew they were. This is the time where we told you if you were going to start Jimmy Graham, if there was any game to start Jimmy Graham, it was against yeah. Seattle, and of yeah. course he scored. And so you cannot tell me these revenge games. How many times do we see it where the guy comes back and has his best game of the year against his former team? I mean, it's just, it happens and it's not an accident. Like the teams know that and they play for that.
0: Hey, I was just very surprised. There's so much snow in the stadium. Don't you guys have an indoor stadium where you get close the roof?
1: I mean, that's I, what I was
2: wondering the whole game.
1: You know what? I was a little confused because I thought it was in Chicago. Yeah, I was me like, too. Oh, it's yeah. Chicago. Yeah. And then I was like, wait a second. There's no <laughs> snow in my house. <laughs> yeah. And-
0: it's an indoor stadium, so why were you guys – why did not the roof
2: on? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think it's something we could talk about later. I am surprised now, watching Nick Foles, why they decided to bring in Andy Dalton this past year. Like, for me, I was like, that, that was a waste of money that you brought in for Andy Dalton. And most likely – I don't know how, how many years he's going to
1: play, but I think they're going to have to choose between Dalton or uh, – yeah they should not have carried three quarterbacks essentially um every every team carries two with the third string being like you know a practice squad guy basically and like you said they should take that money and put it into the offensive line yeah but the only problem is they were paying nick Foles
0: starter money and so who in the world is gonna take him off their and their payroll off his hands no one's gonna take that payroll off their hands.
1: well but with the nfl right it's only year to year so they could they could pretty yeah. much drop him now yeah. yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, Hey, speaking of that as we wrap up as well too, basketball, speaking of basketball, the Bulls have been doing really well. They continue to yesterday they blew out uh uh who Detroit. were they playing? Detroit. Detroit? Detroit. No, Atlanta.
2: Atlanta. Atlanta. Oh, yeah, Atlanta, Atlanta. Atlanta. Did you did you guys see how well checked did yesterday? He had 24 points, 17 rebounds, 6 assists. Four blocks and four three-pointers. But Atlanta
1: was missing half yeah. their roster. Yeah, like, half their awesome. roster was out for COVID. So, I mean, it was great for the Bulls, but let's be honest. That was not the Atlanta team that yeah. they really yeah. you know, should be. I think I can say for
0: all of us, if you're playing basketball, all your team is kind of decimated. You probably have at least three or four players out with COVID injuries, all of that stuff.
1: Yeah, I got four players on IL right now because of COVID. So, uh, but it's been a fun season. If you're a Bulls fan, man, it's been a fun season. They are looking great. Um, it's exciting. You know, I, I do hope that they consider making one more move. I still think, um, you know, to really ascend into the championship discussion, they need to still get one more player. Yeah. But but still, it's been a great season. Me they do. He's got the San Antonio
0: Spurs. Yeah. Daddy is young
1: yeah that's an interesting one um but you know it's been it's been amazing to see you know I think no one understood how uh Zach Levine and DeMar DeRozan how well they play together like people were concerned that they couldn't share the ball and play off of each other but man they've been it, and it's really infectious for the rest of the team I love how unselfish the team is they're always look like the Bulls basically every night it's like we've got four guys who can be double figures and that's just that's a recipe for success well,
2: did you guys see that DeMar DeRozan is one of of the top three candidates for MVP right now. I don't think he'll win, but I think he's one of the top three. Yeah. yeah. The, okay. So, the other thing that the other player that I feel bad for, you see how people are criticizing Russell Westbrook. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's criticizing him. I mean, Carl Anthony Towns says all he does is he's trying to, uh, you know, like, he's he yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. So, I was like, well, I I, feel, I don't know. I feel bad for him because I he's actually the only he's one of the few players on the Lakers who's actually trying hard, but he turns that ball over all the time.
1: I mean, to me, you cannot be mad at him because you knew what he was coming in, which is he needs the ball. He's going to dominate the ball. And if he doesn't, he's not going to put up the same amount of stats. I think he's trying to be a team player. He's playing hard. Um, but you know, you know what you're going to get out of him. So the Lakers just have too many, um, they have too many other issues. Really. They decimated their bench. And the reality is in basketball, it's, you still got to have a good supporting cast. I do
0: argue, I do agree with Carl Anthony Towns. He does had the stats because if you look at washington houston oklahoma all of that he's always Triple double machine, but they always lose. All of his teams lose all the time.
1: Well, I would say the Oklahoma team, they, they were good. Like, they definitely, I mean, they got to the championship, right? They should have, they really should have kept that core together. Um, and I always appreciated that he was loyal to Oklahoma, like he, unlike a lot of other players he yeah. left, right? Like Kevin Durant, James Harden, James Harden yeah. yeah. But, but yeah, I think he's at this point, um, he can't do it alone. He's not in the category of a, um, lebron james and so you know they, they need a little bit of help hey speaking of oklahoma did you see
0: how well james harden did yesterday vintage james harden 39 points 15 assists eight rebounds he did really really well yeah you talking I mean, about christmas
1: he, yeah he still was yeah. a
0: little out of shape but he's doing pretty well
1: yeah it that was good to see because he has been i was i'm try, I was trying to figure out what was wrong with him because in fantasy he's, he's out not, of shape that's what's yeah. wrong with him if you look at him you're like whoa james harden <laughs> yeah, you might be right, but he's he's start. I mean, that team, and now they're gonna get um, what's his face back uh, at least for their away games, right? They're gonna get Oh, um,
2: Kyrie, Kyrie, yeah, yeah,
1: Kyrie. That team is rounding out, it's gonna be pretty solid. Uh, once it all comes together,
2: the the player that the Tommy keeps trying to get for me, Kemba Walker.
1: Oh, he's been going ones. nuts no. yeah. I I 44 Walker.
2: the other night, right?
0: Yeah.
1: That guy is mm-hmm.
0: insane, yeah, yeah. The two players that I would say that you need to watch right now is Kemba Walker, who is doing really well, especially with Derek Rose out for the next eight weeks. And quickly, it just is a terrible. And look, Tom Chibolo has played somebody, and so he's been doing well. Next one, Karis Levert. You got to pay attention to Karis Levert, because if they're going to decimate everyone in the Indiana Pacers team, and they end up keeping Karis Levert in the last couple games, 27 points, 24 points, 17 points, 31 points. He's been doing really, really well. Prior before his injury, he did exceptionally well uh, with Indiana before his injury. And so just take a look. Now, he's injury prone, so you have to pay attention to that. But, man, when
2: he's on, think, he's on. I mean, here's my thing. I, I don't know much about the Pacers, but do you think they'd rather build around a LeVert versus Sabonis? I think Sabonis is like their number one player.
0: Yeah, but at the same time, what Sabonis says, there are some people who like him, but at the same time, he's not uh, – Indiana does not believe he's a true superstar for them to build around with. Karras mm-hmm. LeVer is a cheap role player. They're stuck with Brogdon's injury, so you trade your two biggest assets, Sabonis and also Myles
2: Turner. I'll take Sabonis. Yeah, He would be great. Yeah,
0: and they say people loved Turner because he spaces out really well. How well do you get a good rebounder who could shoot from the three-point line and is the best shot blocker in the NBA next to uh, Rudy Gobert? You can tell I've been watching a lot of Indiana Pacers basketball.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I was trying to find – so someone's got him in our league though, right? He's not sitting in the – Oh, LeVert. me.
0: Yeah. Oh, you have him. Okay. Yeah,
1: I have Keiris LeVert. Yeah, why do you follow Indiana so much?
0: Because of Kyrie Laverne, uh, Malcolm Brogdon, oh, and okay. Miles Turner. So I have all three of those guys across all my leagues. Oh,
1: ah, okay. Wow. Yeah, wow. so that's
0: the only reason I pay attention to them. Because Miles Turner, I'm always scouting to see how well he does. Because some, there are days when he has 6.7 rebounds. But there are days when he has 31 points, 12 rebounds, 4 block shots. And, and he hits from the 3 really well
1: yeah no that's the that's a nice pickup for you for me like it's been uh d'angelo russell has been my best pickup and then uh also this guy in san antonio uh i don't know how to calvin johnson name. no murray the uh d d murray or something oh yeah. yeah he's
2: actually pretty good right oh he's been he's been
1: like this guy has been like top 20 man he's been amazing like his stat line is insane so he's been carrying yeah. a lot of my team yeah. hey but your guy dimwitty
0: has not been doing well
1: yeah, he's he, I always have one or two guys that I just pick up and drop and like there's yeah, he's he's on that that list. He's not one of like my keepers. Oh, the other guy is Gary Trent Jr. out of Toronto. He's been playing really well, too. By the way, you know who I really want from you? Trey Young. Oh, yeah. Trey's been I really want Trey Young from you. That was my strategy, though. Trey Young and LaMelo Ball. LaMelo Ball and those two guys basically um, they carry my assists and they carry my threes. Like Trey Young, like he single-handedly can win threes every week. But doesn't he have a lot of turnovers? Yeah, yeah. So I lose the – I never win turnovers, which is fine. Like I'm willing to give that up. What's been interesting for me this year is my field goal percentage has been pretty good. Like I've been surprised that I've won that more often than not because I kind of thought I was giving up on that. But I think I have enough bigs to like make up for all of their shooting. And LaMelo Ball has been shooting pretty well. Uh, Do
0: any of you guys want Ben Simmons? He's still sitting there for me. No thanks. <laughs> and Clay Thompson's been sitting on my bench. I can't wait till Clay gets. Hey, back.
1: Clay, that's a great move, man. I, I had Zion Williamson for a while, but I just gave up on him. I don't think he's anything's gonna happen.
0: Yes, you know, I wanted to ask you about this. It's been two weeks. Why'd you dump Zion? It's a keeper. No, lead. I
1: mean, no, but look at it. I mean, he's he's at, the guy has not got his heart into it. I don't know if you guys heard. Not only is he out of shape, but there there are reports that he's like missing meetings. He's like skipping practices. I mean, the guy he, he's. You know what? And it's hard to be. I don't like to be too judgmental because, look, guys, if we were twenty years old and we were making millions, we would not be studying hard at the books and like being really disciplined. We'd be out having a good time. And he needs a he needs at least another year to get his head straight. So yeah, I don't know. Well, that's that's because Zion's trying to go to the Knicks. That's what he's trying to do. <laughs> yeah, you might be right. Yeah, yeah.
0: All right. Um, hey, uh, good talking with you guys. We'll probably see you guys on Friday. Jed, what are you up to today?
1: I that Bitcoin guys. I was gonna say it's doing good. Um, oh, I'm going to a uh, there's this uh, magic show in Chicago. I don't know if you guys heard. It. It's like magic illusions or something. It's kind. Of, we went to this um, Van Gogh exhibit in in Miss uh, Wisconsin, where you like walk around this exhibit yeah. and see Van Gogh. That same company did an illusion thing where they've got like pen and teller. Like it's all on video. It's not in person, but it's the same kind of thing where you walk through. So we bought tickets for this afternoon, so we're gonna go to that.
0: Where's the hell that?
1: Um, it's right on state. It's like on state and forgot the cross street. Um, but it's right in downtown. So
0: really and the, okay. the
1: tickets the tickets were cheap, though they were on sale for like they were normally like fifty bucks, but we got it for half off, so it was like twenty five bucks. So good. Good. Very good. All right. I'm watching <laughs> Spider Man today. Oh, I finished a um, Matrix Revolutions last night. I liked it. Really? I liked I it. You. Yeah. Uh Jim,
0: uh Jed, sing two. Take your kids to watch sing two. It was very well done. Very, very well
1: done. Uh sing one was great. So uh, yeah, I'll definitely do that. Yeah. All right. See you later.